The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Finally, we are here. August 7th. We call this episode one of the 2019 season. You want to do that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm better with episode one and like week zero. I don't get no. week zero. College. Miami, game day Miami versus Florida in Orlando is week one of the college football And you'll season. be there. I believe I will be there. Let's go! All right. We are. We got plenty to get to. I want to do some conference championship odds. There's some late news that happened with, with some teams that mm-hmm. have been at the forefront that everybody's talking to. I know everybody just wants to hear what we like. Um one thing I do want to say is that I'm not done. Like, <laughs> like you know, no. we're I'm still reading stuff. Um, you know, injuries are going on. Camps are obviously going. Everybody's, you know, going at their own pace. So there's stuff out there where the numbers I see that have changed have affected what I originally thought, right. say, two weeks ago when we sure. said we were going to do this August 7th, right? Right. right like, are you with me there? Absolutely. Okay. So – I do have things that I do like, and right. I want to get to the people. So let's do that. But I want to say, let's leave room these next couple of weeks to say, hey, I saw this happen. Give me that. And then at the end of August, we will take a totality of what our favorites are. Right. And maybe those are our official or, plays. Or next week or the week after that. Because we're can... never shy. We like no, a no, side. No, no I, I literally, literally I, I have not finished going through all of the – the uh, the group of five schools yet, and uh, literally this morning there were there were four more that I said you know what these I'm gonna shop around and look for a number and see where they're posted and uh, well we'll get to those probably next week once I uh, find the best number and I'm able to play them myself and that gets me to the main point of this okay yes the main point is to shop around and get the number that's most favorable to you because I want to bring up some teams that have already changed right. and. I'm glad I got them, but I don't know if you can. So continue to shop around. All right. You want to talk right right off the bat about one of them? You got something else you want to say? Uh, No, I just want to say we're using Caesars. All right. Caesars is is our number. If they don't have a number, we're going out. We're shopping. Now, you guys do whatever you want. Caesars is our, is our, is our partnership. So that's what we're going. If they don't have a number, we're looking elsewhere. So wherever you guys want to go, we'll go if, 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 if Caesar doesn't have that. Do you want to start with a team that's changed? Yeah, no, I, I was going to say UAB was one of those teams mm-hmm. right off the bat that Caesars did not have a total for. Uh, in the in the offshore market, I saw a lot of people say that they had posted them at seven, uh-huh. and then we reached out to our other friends and our other guys in the desert. Our other guys in the desert, yep. And uh, they wound up putting up a number of eight and a half, and uh, I, that was a very advantageous total for I think how both you and I. Well, I should, shouldn't speak for you, but for how I wanted to play. Yep. Uh, I, I went under on UAB. It's I think it's back down to eight now, and even at eight, I still think UAB is worth an under this year. Uh, I, I think the juice is. I, I think it's like eight minus one thirty or something like that. They actually changed the juice. It's eight and a half minus one sixty under. Okay, so that, 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 that's even better because there's no, them winning the nine. Them winning nine is going to be really uh, hard pressed because you look at their schedule. Uh, they got games against North Texas, Louisiana Tech. Uh, Tennessee and Southern Miss, that they're going to be substantial underdog. I'd say at least mm-hmm. a touchdown underdog. So right off the bat, it looks like you're looking at 8-4 and four is your best-case scenario for the Blazers. Yep. And that includes them winning every other game on their schedule. 
that they're supposed to win with a team that lost what 35 letter winners and uh, 16 starters from last year. Uh, really unprecedented. Two years ago, loved them over the total in, the, in their first year back. This year, I I I, I would play the uh, I'd play under it, especially if it's eight and a half now. You got to and you win on eight. That's a, that's a great number. Okay. Um, all right. So that's one of yours. UAB under eight and a half is one of your favorites this year. Uh, and it's, it, it's great. It, it's tough because that team has been so beloved they, they, by gamblers. Great to us How good have them. they been against, they, they, they against the, the number? One of the better teams out there is an underdog, underappreciated. Everybody thought they were going to stay. Ah, oh, they didn't have a program for it. They're going to be terrible. And we got some good information that they weren't going to be terrible. And they cashed that over a couple of years ago by mid October. And mm-hmm. last year they, they, they were great again, but this year I think a lot of those guys are gone. So that could be a little, a little rough. I, I don't want to say they're going to go four and eight, but, no. but but I think I think seven and five. I think if you're UAB is is a good year. Maybe a little too good to be true. That's all. All right, I'm going to go back. This is what was this a month ago? Me, you, and Herbie did a couple segments for uh, Sports Center. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm going to look at Florida State. Okay, and. I I looked. They're probably the first team I looked at this year when I started researching these things, because as I said all last year before the season and even in the season, they were the biggest wild card to me because they had so much unknown: the quarterback position, the coaching hire, um, what was left on the roster, what was being brought in. And this year, they're pretty darn fascinating again to me. Uh, the number was seven. Um, it's back there. It went up for a little bit. Yeah, I saw seven and a half. I mean, maybe I moved the number because they put me on Sports Center. I don't know. <laughs> all right, but here's here's the most important thing that I think when it comes to Florida State. All right, last year was a complete disaster. All right, they went five and seven. All right, they went five and seven, and we know how bad the ACC was. We'll we'll touch on Clemson a little bit later uh, because it's Clemson and everybody else. Right. Including another division, correct? That they're not yeah, in. The, the other, the other, the the the, the other Clemson, the, the the division other than Clemson. All right. So five and seven last year. Okay, missed the bowl game for the first time since eighty one. Losing record first time since seventy six. Um, they averaged like three hundred and sixty yards a game, uh, twenty one points a game, which was like ranked one hundred and thirteenth in the country. All right. They have maybe the best group of wide receivers in the in the league besides Clemson coming back. All right. I think. Um, the quarterback will be back. I know people want to talk about Hornerbrook. Not Blackman. That's Blackman. You know, I, I think it's Blackman. All right. I like the talent on defense. Now, the secondary got torched last year, but they were all playing out of position. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that not great experience with guys being more comfortable. And also Cam Akers is back. They got, I know, you know, you and, you and Herbie wanted to poke fun at their offensive line, how they haven't had players in it in a bit, but they brought in Bryles and Clements from, from Houston, who I know people want to – you can poke fun at that offense. Will it work in the ACC? Will it not? They'll sure things up on the offensive line. I'm almost positive with with, with that. All I right. Hope so. The 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 rec the, the schedule is not daunting um, to me. And I look, you know, you're going to touch on BC. I would think in a little bit. Boston yes. College. Oh, yeah. yep. You know, I look at those two teams that are kind of there. I mean, luckily we got to BC last year before they went to that and had that awful loss in Tallahassee <laughs> last year. But those two teams are kind of even to me. Florida State's schedule is way easier. And that's why I think, like I mentioned, 5-7 and seven last year, complete disaster. The number is 7 this year. I like the over. I, I Now, am I confident? I mean, it's super, super confident. 
I mean, that, it's a season win total, and and there's a lot of uncertainty right. with that with that school and that program. So yeah, I mean, and I you know me, I always like the low numbers. This is a high number for me to go over. I I, I a couple of weeks right around that time we were talking about the week one lines the Caesars put out, and and I had talked about Florida State versus Boise in week one, and you're talking about the schedule now for Florida State. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about that. I thought Boise might be the square underdog. Okay, but now it seems like people are on the Florida State rebound, which it could happen. It, it, it totally could. I just wonder about the, the win total. You're talking about being uncertain. Say they lose to Boise, mm-hmm. they'll come back in front of, we, next week. They'll play in front of about fourteen thousand at Doe Campbell. They'll be real <laughs> excited to come see the uh, come see the Warhawks. And then next, the week after that, they go to Virginia. Yep, and they're going to look and they're going to see that big sword and that V on the side of the helmet. And Bronco, like Mendel- <laughs> and Bronco Mendenhall's team is going to punch him in the mouth. I have a couple words for Virginia later on. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> like that, that, that game, the Virginia. If somehow they lose to Boise and Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there one and one going to Virginia, that is a massive game for Florida State. Because if they were to lose that game, then you're looking at Louisville, who you would at least they're going to at least they're not going to quit this year. They're yep. going to compete. Yep. Yep. I would, if I had to play it, I would go over seven with you, but I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't be fully confident. It would not be, like, I don't think one, I think a one and two start is like out of the realm of possibility anymore. I, I thought for sure uh, they'd get that win over, over Boise early in the year, but now I'm a little, I'm a little less confident than I was about a month ago. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, listen, they, they, the bad was really bad yeah, last year. There's a reason they were five and seven last year. Yep. And, what I noticed, they didn't like. They had a couple wins late in the year that I, I was actually surprised. Like they could have went in the tank, um, but I, I, I feel like Bryles will will um, re-energize that offense, which is what they need. They got playmakers all over the place. Get those guys in some space and and let them create some things. Um, you know, they're as dangerous a talent wise as as there is. There's still talent on that roster, so that's. That's what makes me confident in going over with Florida State. That's fair enough. And you had mentioned BC. Yep. I don't know if six and a half is available when we first went on a couple months back. Yeah. Six, BC was six and a half, mm-hmm. and I love the under there. I think it's since come down to six, which I think I, I think six, you could still potentially play it at six. But if you can buy a buy a half a game at some extra vig, I, I would certainly mm-hmm. uh, suggest doing that. Uh, you, you're talking about a team. We were on the over last year. But yes. this year you lose your entire offensive line, so much on the defense, and and I just worry is Dylan going to be able to hold up taking that type of punishment with so many new players up front? He is their offense, and they better win. This is one of those you like you. I want to know early. They better win early because late in the year when they got those road games at Clemson, Syracuse, Notre Dame, and Pitt, uh, they're they're not going to win very many of those. They got Florida State I think home late, later in the year as well, but. Uh, seven and five, I think, is going to be hard to come by uh, this year for BC. So, uh, under six, I'm I'm willing to take a shot still with that. But if you can uh, if you can buy it up to six and a half, and you went on six and six, uh, that would be even better. Okay, um, I'm going to stay. This is not going to be an all ACC podcast, but I'm going to stay in here uh, for Pitt. Um, Pitt's number is six this year. They won the Coastal last year. All right, that's a sixth different school to do so. Um, they finished seven and five. They finished three game losing streak. The quarterback returns, but they got to replace four O line. 
Um, guys on that O line, which contributed 227 yards rushing last year. Um, Pickett was the quarterback, only completed 50%, uh, 57% of his passes. Um, I was really so good a couple of years ago when they yeah, upset Miami, I, and then last year was a total regression. Weird. And they still won, won, won the division. I mean, if, if it wasn't for Georgia Tech, they would have been ranked last in every passing statistic in the, <laughs> in the league. Um, you know, the out of conference is Ohio at Penn State, UCF, kind of tricky there. Um, but I just, I, I, they open up with Virginia. Um, I, I, you know I love Virginia. Uh, we're, we are back on speaking terms. You are, yeah, yeah. We had a little. I I, I made a late night call one night okay. on off season. We, we made up. Um, seven teams attempted fewer passers than Pitt last year in all of NCAA. Five were triple option. Sounds about right. You know. So when you talk about that with the offensive line, so who are the other two non triple option teams? That do you have the list? I don't. I don't. I was just doing some scouring reading okay. at the end. Um, here's a stat for you. They're new, you know, they lost 2,000 yard rushers, obviously, mm-hmm. those guys that yep. led them to the ACC title game. In their spring game, their top three running backs had 19 attempts. So, what, 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 Aaron Arduzzi, is that what you're trying to tell me? No, that, that was 11 yards they got. <laughs> With sacks, they had negative 32 rushing yards in their Doesn't spring game. Doesn't sound promising. So, that's kind of. Where I'm at, unless with, we got you Green Panthers. and Ricky Jackson and a whole bunch of other <laughs> side of the ball. Man, they do have a good alumni base, huh? They Woo! have, they have. If you, we, we, I forget when we were talking about this. We, uh, it was some college football historical related mm-hmm. thing. Like, if you take like Pitt from like 1975 to like 1985, lights. I up. will take that group and line them up against anyone. The defensive guys, Marino, great offensive line with Mayday and Culver and those they were ballers. Mm-hmm. Freilich. Oh, they had everything. In every position. Dorsett. They had them all over the place. Yeah, they, they had dudes. But they don't have them on this team. No. All no right. And they don't so, have Pitt, they don't have Pitt Stadium. And thankfully they did bring back the, the good old. They gotta pick, keep the, the, cursive. the mustard. Yeah. yeah just, keep, keep just keep the 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 blue with the, the mustard and the cursive pit and don't don't change it ever. They do have their kicker back, Alec Kessman. He made good. six field goals of fifty or more last year, which is good. Yes. So late games that could get a little dicey. Um, Dane Jackson's are probably their best player. He's he's could be a top corner in the ACC. But I am going under pit six uh, for this year. Should we continue the ACC theme? Let's go. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, I have former ACCs on mine. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I have a pseudo ACC as well, in addition to one more ACC. <laughs> All okay. right, let's Wake, go. Wake, Wake Forest was another one that uh, we had hit on uh, on uh, on Daily Wager and in weather and on Gill Show as well a couple mm-hmm. weeks back. That uh, they were five and a half initially. I believe they're now six in most spots. Uh, if you're able to get it at five and a half, still love it. Six feels kind of pushy, but I think seven is still uh, on the table for the Demon Deacons. I, I like the depth at the quarterback position. They have an impact player on defense. Uh, they get every level uh, of the defense. They really, after they getting embarrassed by Notre Dame last year, mm. uh, they really fix some things. And, and, and I, I like Clausen as a head coach. I think if you look at the schedule, uh, there's a really good chance that they'll be five and one at worst after the first six games. I mean, I think there's a chance uh, that they're, that they're six and zero. Oh. I mean, will they will they be 
Probably not, but I think five and one is likely your worst case scenario mm. uh, for for the Demon Deacon. So then you're just basically looking at uh, one win the rest of the way to get to six and two to uh, to to win on seven. Our FPI predictions give them uh, basically a, a two and three chance to win at least six. So uh, I'll take my chances that they can find that uh find their way to six and then potentially to seven. So um, I think they get back to a ball game, and I, I do like Wake Forest. Uh, over five and a half, but if you, if it has to be six, then I'll I'll take my chances. Two things: Caesars has over five and a half minus one seventy five. So yeah, you got pay the Good. juice, but you would lay that. I'll, I'll, you, in, For always, that, always in an instance like that, I will absolutely in a twelve game season mm-hmm. where one game is going to be such a huge swing either way. I will absolutely lay the extra juice to give myself that extra half game to to avoid a loss or. A, to give myself a chance at winning as opposed to a push. And that's, that's something that uh, the other guys in the desert, uh, they have a bunch of adjusted win totals they sure uh, do. Uh, for the NFL sides, which when, you, when you're looking at it, uh, and I forget who it was was saying something about like the percentage of win totals that come within one win of the actual. It might have been Mitch and Pauly driving a window. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been them saying how like the percentage of games that like come in within one game of the win total is like ridiculously high. So if you can find yourself, you 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 pay the extra juice, you you buy the game, and 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 you're giving yourself a potentially a a win on another way. It's a it's a big advantage for the player if you've got some good numbers and you've got some good feels. Uh, if you're able to manipulate the number to how you like it and pay a little extra juice and give yourself what you think uh, perceive as an edge, that's great. Um, five and a half or minus one seven, I'd like perfect. Run to Caesars right now and play that. You know what I love too. I believe they're playing North Carolina in an out conference game. Exactly right. I yep. love that. Early in the year, totally love that. Now it works out. Both in state schools, yep. you know, Max back. I don't know when that was announced, but I would imagine Mac had something to do with that, right? I can't. Let's I, just give him credit we'll for get, it. He exactly. We it. like Mac. We'll get exactly. <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want to see Mac start zero five, but it might be on the table. I don't think so. I don't think so. You think no, they're going to win? I, App State's going to be tough. There's talent on that roster. Not a quarter. Well, it might be talent, but it's unproven. Uh, I got faith. Total, total inexperienced quarterback. I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to a former ACC school, okay. the Dirty Terps of Maryland. <laughs> they were good to us last year. I still mistakenly like talk about the ACC and have them in the ACC. Absolutely, because they the should time. be, they especially should be in, in basketball. They should be in the ACC. Uh, but we're talking That's football conversation, here. though. All right, everybody has. Um, you know what this feels like to me? Uh, no, tell me. A team last year who hired a former ESPN analyst. That plays in Tempe, Arizona. Mm-hmm. No one had a good word to say no. about Arizona State hiring Herm Edwards. I believe they made a bowl game. I believe they did. And I believe and they'd they, be Michigan State during the course of the no year. No one thought at this time last year, no one had a good word to say about the hiring of Herm Edwards. No one in the world thought they could beat Michigan State. Sorry, Terry, our producer. I'm sorry to bring up Michigan State losses. <laughs> um, but this feels so much like it, it because all the naysayers just want to talk about Loxley being a head coach at New Mexico and that was a disaster. And he's the first guy to admit it. Right. You know? Where does he go? Oh, Bill Nick- Belichick was a disaster at the Cleveland Browns or wherever the heck it was. Oh, Jeff? Oh, no, he didn't last. No, Jets. no, I, I resigned as the HC. Sorry. Like, Nick Saban didn't do well on the Yeah. And guess. Admit, move on. Nick Saban's doing all right. Yeah. And you know whose no, offense but- coordinator was? Mike Loxley. All right? Uh, great article by Nicole Auerbach a couple weeks ago about you know, what Loxley learned, you know, in these years off, you know, in between this hedge coaching stint and the one in New Mexico. 
Um, I think I, I love the hire of Van Pelts is, is, is a big a Maryland guy as there is. He loves it. Uh, it has to do with the recruiting. It has to do with him having success previously at the school and the New Mexico thing. I know it's hard for some people to right. do nowadays, but kind of like gotta move, move on. From yeah. It, it happened. It, like, he admitted it. What's wrong with a second chance? Yeah. You know? So with that, their number is three and a half. And I think that number is not, not good. Um, I, I I understand you know the the turmoil that the the program was under, but just reading what the players have done, um, they get a transfer from Virginia Tech and Josh yep. Jackson to come in and play quarterback. McFarland rushed for 300 yards against Ohio State last year. The defense is not going to be good. Um, you know, last in tackles for loss last year, second to last in sacks. Um, but the schedule I I kind of like. Um, now, they just lost their top player maybe on offense, Deshaun Jones, uh, Torres ACL. Uh, here's a stat for you. Maryland, all right, last year at the tight end position, okay, do I know how many yards they had receiving all of last year between all their tight ends? Is the obvious answer zero? No, it's a little higher than that. Okay. 82 yards <laughs> for the season from the tight end position. What I love Loxley brings in Tyler Mabry, all all Mac tight yep. end from Bu- from Buffalo. Yep. He might surpass 82 yards in that first game against Howard. All right. The, after that, they get Syracuse in a very tricky spot. <laughs> the Cuse has For Clemson. Cuse has Clemson the following the week. All right. The following week, they go to Temple. Temple embarrassed Maryland last year after they beat Texas uh, and started off the year, which no one thought they could do. So, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's possible. It's there's a possibility that it could be three and zero. Now I know Syracuse people are going to go nuts. All right, but they still got to play the game. Tricky spot for UQ's people that are coming in Very hot. Very tricky spot after their hot win over uh, a bad West Virginia team in a bowl game last year. They get at Rutgers, at Purdue, who I think is going to be down. Um, there's wins out there. We just got to get them early. Home. We got to get them early. Got to get them early. This is a, they're a team like like Louisville, I think, this year where you just have to punt on last year. Yeah, I mean they 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 gave they had that one game against Ohio State late, and then it was like you know what, we're good, tap out. Mm-hmm. Louisville, Petrino's fight, tap out. Like this is a total fresh start, reset button, and um, I, I would. I would agree with you that the, the Terps will be more competitive this year. And, I mean, they got Shaq Smith, who's a former – he was going to start for Clemson yeah. on defense. He's coming in. Uh, Ohio State linebacker's coming in. Um, Joseph Petrino, kicker's back. Ambidextrous kicker. We like that. Watch out. Both hashes. 12 of 14 Don't have to worry year. about the left hash kicking, right, right-footed kicker from the left hash. Do whatever you want. Just make it. Exactly. All right? Uh, so we're going to go Terps over three and a half. All right? If it's four – that's going to be tough. Yeah, four. All right, pushing. but three and a half. Look for it. It's out there. I know it's out there. Uh, Maryland over I, three. I and know half. you. I know you know it's out there, and I know I know it's Go out there. Terps. Thank you. Other guys in the desert. You mentioned Buffalo. Yep. Uh, last year had a nice ticket on the Bulls to win the the Mid American Conference, and uh, they made the Mac title game and blew that double digit lead and mm-hmm. made me very unhappy. But Buffalo, angry, angry bear. No, I wasn't angry. I was more. Yeah, dis- kind of angry. I was. I was, I was more disappointed. Okay, because it's one of those like the beginning of the year you pick Buffalo to win the Mac. Who the heck's picking Buffalo to win the win the this Mac? This guy, and, yeah, this guy, and they went over and they 
got me to the MAC title game, and they put me in a position to, uh, in basically a pick'em type game to hedge it, and I, thankfully I did because that way I didn't completely uh, walk away a loser on that on that ticket. But mm-hmm. it feels like this is a build for a 2020 type year for Buffalo. You, you mentioned the tight end they lose. You lose KJ Osborne, who's now at Miami. Ton of NFL talent. Jackson's gone. Anthony Johnson, the wide receiver, is gone. Uh, they lost a ton, and I think among the like the top uh, the starters in the offense and the defense, I think they have something like ten or eleven or twelve sophomores. Mm-hmm. So it feels to me like whatever happens this year, they'll take. I mean, Lance Leipold did an unbelievable job building this program up, we'll but, find uh, out and, this year. And, and it feels like this is the type of class that. Mm-hmm. He like envisions them being really good next year. So I think this year is a take what you can get. M- maybe you get bowl eligible again at six and six. Maybe you somehow scrap seven wins together. But it feels to me that this is a a, a six and six type season for Buffalo. I was able to get Buffalo under seven uh, and, and lay some more juice. I don't know if seven's still out there or if it's come down to six and a half. So uh, even at six and a half, I, I'd still. I'd still play because I think seven's going to be hard to come by for Buffalo this year. Uh, okay. I, I feel more confident about about Buffalo under six and a half than I would like the the BC under six because that felt pushier. But but I but I, but I think Buffalo is a, is an under team this year. Okay, um, this one I'm not sure the number is out there and it's Purdue. Uh, I got it early earlier in uh, July. It was seven and a half. Yeah, I see sevens now. Um, but if you can shop around for that seven and a half. Um, and I like the under. Uh, and I love, I mean, you remember two years ago, we were yep. all over Jeff Brom yep. and the over when it was two and a half. They play 11 power five teams. Uh, Sindelar's the quarterback. He's back. Mel- Moore's going to get Heisman talk. He's just ta- 114 catches he had last it's year. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's all they have back, Nico. And yeah. the other guys uh, are gone. Two other guys who caught a pass last year are back. Um, they do get their defensive line back. Uh, they got a four star D, uh, DN from Greece. Uh, the out of conference is tricky. At Nevada, Vandy, TCU. Where, where in Greece? Do we know? I don't. I didn't. Know. I didn't look that you didn't much. Look, I have to find out. Maybe we can. George Carl Carlafidis. Supposed to be a stud. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, I know that name. Yep. Yep. Um, I have to find out where he is and ask Chris Andrews where in the uh, <laughs> the Greek Peloponnesus. Shout out, Chris. Thinking of you, buddy. Um, they're gonna be a dog in all three of their division road games. Mm-hmm. And you and I did a couple segments on the Big Twin, Big Ten West yep. on Daily Wager uh, last week, and it's Good fascinating. Luck. It's Good it's luck. a fascinating division, and when you couple that with the rosters uh, in those teams in there, I know I picked Iowa, uh, you picked Minnesota. Minnesota. I love those two rosters compared to Purdue. I like Wisconsin's better. I know Nebraska's getting a ton of hype. I like Nebraska's roster better than Purdue. I just I. Listen, he's thirteen and thirteen in two years, and people want to. It feels like people want to like take shots at that, like, "Oh, it should be better." Do you realize where Purdue was they were when terrible. he? Terrible. Come on, five hundred. Ter- Purdue. Ter- I would take that terrible. for the rest of my life if I was a Purdue fan. Five hundred. You, you, you beat Ohio State last year. You make a ball, like ball game the year before that. He said an unbelievable recruiting, well, staff continuity. It, next next year is the year that yes. they're yes. Going to be going to be really good, but but you're right. And the non conference is not a tricky. Give me with those th- Nevada on the road to open. Yep. Uh, TCU, who should be better. Vandy, who by the way has like Vandy has an NFL re- wide receiver 
an NFL tight end, an NFL running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 some I'm, big I'm games with early you. on, Vandy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, if you can find seven and a half, that's a that's a for the limit. I think it's, e- even seven is. Yeah, I think it's worth not, play. They, I think the premise is they're not winning eight. No, no, no. And to pile on that, I always look at the kicker situation. New kicker. That even gives me more reason to under. I got it early, like I said. Purdue under seven and a half. I would still take it under seven. Purdue boiler up. Bang that big ass drum. <laughs> we like you, but I don't see you winning eight, as Bear said. Yeah. Next, sir. Uh, let's see what we got here. Here is one that, again, I don't know if it's still out there. Again, this is I got this a couple months ago with the other guys in the desert. Uh, they had Ohio State at nine and a half, and I think the over was juiced to one sixty or so. Mm-hmm. And I wound up going over nine and a half with Ohio State. Okay, uh, basically because I just don't, I can't see them losing three times. I just can't. They still have the most talent. In the Big Ten, in order for them to lose three, they're going to have to lose in Lincoln in, in late September, mm-hmm. and that's going to have to cause them a little bit of a like snowball turmoil, effect, turmoil, yeah. snowball thought in the back of the mind. Maybe we're not, but they, they maybe they lose at Michigan, uh, maybe they lose at home to Penn State the week before Michigan. Uh, Michigan State comes to Columbus, and they got uh, three is going to be hard to come by. And on those sports center hits we talked about as well. I mean, ten and two is possible. Ten and two could be a, a pushy ten and two, and they could also go eleven and one or twelve and zero. Yes. Um, and like, I think a lot of people are just like saying how oh, Ryan Urban Meyer is gone. Ryan Day, they, like people, I think are forgetting that Ryan Day was the head coach at the start of the year last year when they were playing their best when ball. Played their take best, out the Michigan game. Yeah, take out the Michigan game when you and I probably could have just sat in the locker room and just put. Michigan is favored in your stadium, and you have beaten them 47 straight years, and they think you're going to lose on your home field to them. That's all you would have needed to do, uh-huh. and they would have gone out and won the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, and how we how they had that one loss where Urban was such a great head coach at like getting teams emotionally ready to play yep. like that when, when they were doubted, and, and maybe sometimes those players kind of either tuned them out or maybe. The, the message wasn't delivered properly. I, I think there might be a little bit more even keel uh, with the this year, and you're not necessarily going to get that go on the road at Northwestern on a Friday night and lay an egg. Uh, I think there might be better in that regard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just I can't see Ohio State losing three games this year. I just can't. Uh, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, I, I, I love Day. Uh, the one issue I do have is – um, it actually made me think about Iowa last year. Iowa scared me off uh, last year because they had no one with experience behind Stanley, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about Big Ten football and you know the grind of a season, playing good out of conference games, um, that stuff. I think about there's no one behind Fields. Correct. Um, now they don't have that monster out of conference game, you know, um, which is pretty yeah, interesting to me. Right. You know, like the, you know they play it's Oklahoma. Like, it's like the one year that TCU. they don't. They have a bunch of guys. Yeah, oh, it's coming yeah. up. So um, until somebody knocks them off, I'm gonna I'm gonna still go with them. I know it, it's boring and it's not. Uh, I don't know, cool. But um, how many P- Big Ten title games has Michigan played in? Zero. Um, I think so. Fewer fewer than the number of receiving yards the uh, Maryland tight ends had last year. <laughs> 
Very good. All right, so you're over on Ohio State. I like <laughs> it. Um, and I want to do some talking about that, the idea of Clemson and Bamman and everybody else because uh, yeah. it's not that easy. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to be that easy this year. You don't think so? No, I All don't. Right. Uh, we could talk about that. All right, I got uh, a couple more here. All right, um, I'm going to the Fun Belt, and I'm going to San Marcos, and I'm going Texas State. The number is four. The, the old Jake Spavadols. Oh, Jake Spavadol. Yes, sir. Uh, get to him in a second. All right. This is a team that went three and nine last year. They had one conference win, and that's with an offense that was 120th in the country in total offense. They averaged fewer than 20 points a game. They scored seven points the last three, each of the last three games. All right. That's done. That's not happening anymore. Enter Jake Spavadol. He's the head coach. You know him from working with Will Greer at West Virginia, Johnny Manzella, Texas A&M. Um, and he hired Bob Stitt, who's coached for 30 yep. years, uh, yeah. an unbelievable offensive mind. Stitt's going to call the plays. He comes from Montana. And also, the quarterback who I think is going to win the job, Gresh Jensen, was the starter at Montana last year. So I like the idea of that mixture of a quarterback and an OC working together. The whole offensive line is back. Um, and I, I mentioned the offensive issues they had last year. So that alone is, is, is going to be way more, uh, of an improvement as what, than what they had. Um, the defense was pretty good last year. Um, you know, I mentioned that three game, you know, they won three games with, with scoring fewer than 20 points. 10 of the top 12 tacklers returned from that team, um, last year. They don't play Georgia Southern. They do open the season on a Thursday night in College Station uh, against Texas A&M. So maybe we could sit all the starters and and, and let A&M exactly. have it. Exactly. Or, or sit all the starters for the first half and then well, let's the get backups. some. Let's get yeah. Let's get them back because A&M's got a big one right following yeah, week. You can say they, they do have they, play, they got they play some good teams yeah, this year. Yeah, A&M. yeah, you could say A&M's got a, a fairly <laughs> substantial. Uh, Schedule this year, I think. think Well, I heard San Marcos is a party place, and I got to get there. I've never been to San Marcos. I heard it's incredible. Um, So I'm going over four. You got to lay a juice uh, with our other guys in the desert that posted this number. Uh, It's circa uh, minus 145, but uh, we're going over four uh, for the Bobcats. Um, We'll continue the group of five theme. Let's do it. Team we uh, talked about quite a bit last year. I think they were probably the... Next to UConn, like the worst team that we like had a an affection with all year long, East Carolina. Oh, in the Halton Hellers. That's one of mine. All right, we, we, we Come on. first, first My match God. of the year. My God, first match of the year, and they're four and a half. They are available at four and a half uh, throughout the global market. I took them at five. You got them at five. I, I t- there are there are four and a half. They're going there. bowling. I am told they're they're out there at four and a half. So I. You, you, you do your do, do your due diligence, and you will. Uh, yes, we agree. You will find a four oh, and a half exactly. This oh, is Georgia is, Southern last this year. This is Georgia Southern last year. We love it. Look, Mike Houston has won everywhere he's gone. Aylers came in, played as you know what off last year as a freshman. Played through injuries, got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a team that very unfortunate in close games, very unfortunate in turnovers. Uh, they, that South Florida game, they easily could have won. Oh. And if you look at the schedule this year, yep. That they have it is it's it's a schedule that they really could wind up winning a, a, a bunch of games and maybe uh, you look at the, through the end of September they might even wind up with with three wins by the end of September which I think would be something that not a lot of people would would, would talk about 
mean, I'm really interested in the opener at NC State. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll now, give I'm not them. saying they're going to win no. the game. I I just because I want to see what NC State has to bring to the table. And as far as you know, look, we talked about how what we thought of the ACC. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be pretty this year. But if NC State shows me something there, you they can do some serious damage in that league. But look, you see, they got NC State. So it's assume they lose there. You got Gardner Webb win at Navy, probably a loss because they were terrible against the run. But Navy's got their own questions. I'll say loss. William and Mary win, and then they're at Old Dominion, who who they who they beat last year. So mm-hmm. you're very easily looking at three wins right right there. And then you got you got the old trip to trip to the Wrencher Field at the end of the year against a UConn team that they annihilated last year. You got Tulsa at home. Who knows what's going to happen with South Florida? Who knows what's going to happen with Temple? Those are, they get those two teams in Greenville. Four and a half, East Carolina over. Send it in. Send it in. Uh, if we do need that game at Rentschler, do, do you think you could call in sick and you, uh, we could go to the game? Uh, you know what? You know what I'll do. I will There's not. One o- you should be able to. I use. will not only. I will not only call in sick to be able to go to the game. I will have. Uh, I will have Lee Fitting, James Madison alum, head honcho of ESPN <laughs> College Football. I'll place a call to Mike Houston, allowing me access. To give the pregame speech to the lot to the team to fire them up with the financial ramifications for for Stanford Stephen the Bear. Just give me the towel. I'll be the hype man. That's all <laughs> I need. All I need. Uh, you mentioned Mike Houston, uh, thirty-seven and six at at JMU. They included a national title. Um, that offense is is going. They scored twenty or less seven times last year. Um, that's not going to happen. I mean, Ehlers is – I talked about him all last year. He's one of my favorite players in all of college football. He only completed 48% of his passes last year, so that's going to be an improvement because six of the eight top pass catchers return. Um, defense got to be better. Um, they got to create some turnovers. They were negative 14 in turnovers last year. I believe if you put them along uh, in the NCAA, I think – because Rutgers, I think, was last in Power 5 at negative 14 – um, I think that tie that ties them. So yeah, I'm. I bet I bet ECU over five at plus one twenty five. Yes. So, um, let's go bowling with ECU. Um, I'm I'm about it, about it. Uh, so oh man, where do we stand? Oh, I wanted to touch on one. Uh, well, you're up. I still. Well, we agreed there, so I was I, I wasn't expecting us to agree on one. Well, see, and that's just further like we don't we don't talk about what we want. This is just we just come in. Bang it out, and when we get we got the the double check mark, I, mm-hmm. I, I expect to see a lot of moving on that ECU total. Uh, we have a phoned in one uh, uh, from Kirk Herb Street that I will I want to give the people that he gave us earlier in the month, okay. and that was Kentucky yes. over six and mm-hmm. a half, um, which I thought was was fascinating. Um, it's it's pretty fun when you go back and read Mark Stoops' quotes this off season. It's it's awesome because he just, I mean. He, he doesn't forget many things. Let's no. just say that. And uh, no. he just said, you know, basically the same thing. This time last year, no one thought we had any talent. And then he had, I believe it was. How many guys drafted? Um, five guys drafted, six guys signed free agent contracts. And he, and he likes this group of players yeah. that are going to replace we, those guys who were better. More highly thought of. He's recruited really well lately. Yeah. And he's he lost his whole secondary, obviously Allen and, and yep. Snell, but he keeps talking about how much he loves the guys that are um 
replacing those those spots. The schedule lines up great. They don't play anyone in the non-conference. That's that's four wins for sure. Uh, I mean, Missouri, um, South Carolina, they've owned, and they get both those teams because yeah, of the East. Yeah, the Mark, only definite loss is at Georgia, I would Mark, say. Mark, Mark enjoys beating South Carolina. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I jumped on with, with, after Herbie gave that one out, but I wanted to let the people know that he is, he likes the, the Wildcats this year. And like I said, Toledo, Eastern Michigan, uh, Two good Louisville teams. and UT Martin are the out of conference games. That's at least That's three four. and one. It's three and one at least. Tennessee at home. They should, they, they should beat both Toledo and Eastern Michigan. They should. Uh, over six and a half. I, I see it. I see it a lot of ways too. That's that's why yeah, I like it. That, that's what that's I like. That's why about I like it. it. Like that, um, the, the division is the, the SEC East is there where they can win any game with the exception one, of Georgia. They can win their last five games. They could. It goes versus Missouri, home for Missouri, home for Tennessee, at Vandy, home for UT Martin, home for Louisville. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Totally doable. And in and Mark he will be highly motivated to to prove those who have questioned his team's ability wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and as as you said, he, he remembers things. He does. Uh so I'm uh want to give people that one. Over six and a half Kentucky. You, sir, are on the T box. Okay, I got four more. We're just gonna keep you're just gonna keep going? Yeah, let's go. Uh Colorado State is available under four. Uh look a lot of a lot of things went wrong for CSU last year, uh, both on the field and off the field. And now you lose your top wide receivers, your top two tacklers. Uh, Dave Craig Myers comes in. I, I don't know when exactly. He'll be eligible at some point. Uh, I don't know exactly when that is. But but look, I mean, other than the the, the what the the Western Illinois game, Western Illinois, North, yeah, yeah, Western Illinois is who they have. Other than that, I just don't know where. The wins are uh, on that schedule because they nearly lost to New Mexico last year in Fort Collins, mm. uh, and they got to go on the road this year down to Albuquerque. Uh, UNLV should be better, and those yeah. are the two teams in the Mountain West that they have the best chance to beat. Um, you talk about a schedule that you lose San Jose State, who is one of the worst teams in the country, mm-hmm. and you get San Diego State and Fresno State to rotate on. Uh, four, four seems like. Assume they beat Western Illinois, uh, they beat UNLV, and they beat New Mexico. There's three. You give them one more to get four, and I don't know where a fifth is. Uh, I think four was minus one fifty five to go to go on the under. Uh, I would certainly uh, go under four because I, I just don't see uh, CSU winning five games this year. All right. Under in four Collins. The one team, uh, I, I'll just go here because it's a lean right now. It's not, it's not official. Um, and I've been a number one fan of them, uh, for obvious reasons the last couple of years. Notre Dame? No. Them too. We will, we will touch on the Irish. Uh, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's do over. You, everybody's over. The number's eight and a half. I, I'm sort of thinking under there. Uh, as I look at right now, um, I, I, I question, I shouldn't say I question. I still wonder about the talent and, and the experience on the defensive side. Um, 
I worry about the debt. We saw what happened when they lost Martinez yep. last year. It could happen again. Uh, and it's they're not, you know, they're not playing in the American. This is this is right. Big Ten football. Uh, so right now, I would lean under eight and a half. Nebraska, your thoughts? I would lean under. No, it's no player under. I'm certainly not going okay. over. Uh, but I, but again, we talked about that Ohio State game early in the earlier in the show, just because of mm-hmm. from an Ohio State standpoint. That game reminds me of. It was probably like 2007, maybe somewhere in that range. Where I remember game day went to Nebraska, and they had USC in Lincoln early in the early, year. Early, and Nebraska just absolutely got destroyed, Run. and it kind of set their season in a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And if Ohio State were to go in there and win, can Scott Frost and the staff and the team come together and be like, all right? That's the best team we're going to play all year. We can beat every other team on our Well, that loss kind of linger and, be, and set them in another downward spiral at war. Are they at a point where they can just say, hey, like I said, yeah, all right, we, well, we lost to the team that defending Big Ten champs and one of the best teams in the country. We can get another shot at them if we do take care of our business. So they just can't let that game, if they were to lose, beat them two or three times. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite offseason stories is is how the leaps and bounds that Colorado is is going through to try it's unbelievable. And, and Did you get, see that? Like the, the, the Nebraska ticket, the yeah. prices for that game is awesome. Uh, Colorado just I was actually trying to. Uh, I think it's just too early in the year and the schedules don't line up with our sports center. But I would love to be at that game in Boulder. Just the old yep old school Nebraska at Colorado. The memories you have of that game uh, many moons ago in, in the old. Big A even. Oh, yeah. And um, 90, 90, 90 through like 96, 90s. Oh, oh, the games were great. And then to finally yeah. see Colorado knock that wall down. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and that was and just. Yeah, 2001, they just absolutely oof. just spanked uh, their pants down and spanked them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be, that's, that's a, that's a fun game. Uh, I wish it was a little later in the year. We could maybe get a little snow. I, maybe it'll snow that day know. anyway. You never know out there in Boulder. But that story of if you get a chance, go online and and read about Colorado trying to not let Nebraska take over their own home game uh, as they do so often. I remember when I was in college, um, they played at Cal. I think to start the year, or maybe like week two, mm-hmm. and Nebraska or yes, Nebraska, and um, and I remember I think we had a bye week. We started the. We might have had a bye week one or whatever. I just remember like um, going downtown Palo Alto to get like something to eat, and there's like seventeen Nebraska fans <laughs> sitting in like a sandwich shop. We always used to go, and I'm like, "What's going?" Like, "Oh yeah, well, our the hotels were cheaper over here, so we just decided to come over for the week and, the and week. stay here." Yeah, sure. Uh, we got Cal next week over in Berkeley. I'm like, I think I was a freshman too, because I was like, I don't even know how to get to Berkeley yet. And these people are staying here in Palo Alto to go see the Big Red in uh, in Berkeley. So uh, it's just Nebraska fans are, are are so dang loyal and awesome. So uh, good luck to them this year. I just think eight and a half is a little too much. That's all. Yeah. It, Sorry to get it's, a little it's story a good, time It's there. a good number. No, we we like story great time. number. Great nine. They are ten to one to win the Big Ten. You can't. No. I don't like that. And then they were plus three fifty to win the West. Which that's a better number. That's a yeah. If that's I was going to do anything number. out of those, I, w- I would take Nebraska to yes. win the West. But I they, like they, they could be eight and four 
and win the West. They sure could, because that could be a bloodbath. Correct. Uh, but you know, when we picked that, you picked um, Minnesota, Minnesota at four to one, and I picked mm-hmm. Iowa four to one. Uh, I, and Doug had Doug, Doug had, took uh, Nebraska. And the one outlier is the team that won it last year, and that's Northwestern. Uh, I'm, I'm still studying on them because Stanford plays them week one, so I am reading every single possible thing about Northwestern, and I am getting more scared about that game <laughs> every day. I of read, you, of course, uh, because the quarterback situation. I think he's going to be a stud. Um, and I, you just don't know what they're going to look like, you know, because everybody, I mean, Clayton Thorson beat Stanford as a true freshman first game. And I think this is an upgrade at quarterback for Northwest. You just got to keep all your players off of their cell phones and all the fans off their phones mm-hmm. during, during the game. That way they're focused mm-hmm. on. If there's anybody in this state. Oh, they won't even be in school yet, will they? Uh, no, think, no, think, no. no. First month. That's one thing I kind of like. Yeah. They'll be back for the Oregon game, but God only knows what our record will be when we get back to that to, game. Plenty to okay, talk yeah, about actually, Stanford. He, he, actually, this, well, this, this is a great segue. All right. Because I, I, I was having a back and forth uh, a couple of weeks back, about, I, I, and I had labeled uh, September 7th as Look Ahead Saturday mm-hmm. because of the um, not only the, the Maryland-Syracuse yep. game, but, uh, but UCF goes to, goes to FAU yep. but the week before they host Stanford. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to make the case that that the, the UCF-Stanford game is like the biggest game UCF has had in this whole run, is the biggest game that they will play because it is every, regular season. No biggest game. What it's, over Auburn? Yes, and here is why. All right, they won a national you, title winning that game. Stop it! <laughs> stop it! <laughs> but this is the this is this uh-huh. is what their whole scheduling philosophy is. Mm-hmm. We want to get a big boy in our house. We want to. We, we we can beat them. This, there's no excuse or no rationale about, hey, Auburn, you just beat Alabama, you just beat Georgia, you think you're going to the playoff and you wind up losing, and now you got guys sitting out, guys going to the draft. You're not men- mentally, you should okay. feel like we should be in the playoff, but we're not. And for what it, none, those questions are gone. Like, yep. You're getting Stanford. This is a real game for Stanford that matters towards their record and potentially whether. They can go to the playoff. You're, this is not a like a, like a, like an exhibition type bowl game for, that, that they're going to approach it. Mm-hmm. Like if you see if UCF were to win this game, like this gives them the legitimacy of a huge non conference win against a power five team. That yeah, maybe Stanford by the end of the year will be eight and four or whatever, but it's still a packed a power five team in their building, and, and this is this is what they've been aiming towards. Okay. I just hope the underdog is howling. Well, Stanford might be the underdog in that game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They should be. Might be. If they lose to Northwestern, they will be. And SC. Don't forget about SC. Talk about well, what, what, SC. What's Dave, what are they thinking with that schedule early in the year? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still. We're, we're moving on. You got any more? Yeah, I do. We, we, want, we want a break or should I just keep going? Let's go. Stay in the state of Florida. Okay. Gators under nine. I know nine is still available. Uh, I just don't think they're going to beat Georgia. I don't think they're going to go to LSU and win. So that right there puts you at a, a 10 and 2. Must uh, win every high, other game. High, yeah. They got to go to Kentucky early. And you got to go to Kentucky. You get, you get Miami. You, you get Miami away from home, and they, they sh- should win that game. But still, you got road game in Missouri. 
in Virginia, South Carolina. Uh, you got Auburn at Florida State at home, which aren't auto wins. I worry about last year they were so good in the close games, in the one-possession games, they were perfect. And then that Vandy game, which was really a one-possession game as well, uh, huge beneficiary in turnovers last year. Uh, I, I just don't think 10-2 and two is possible. I think 8-4 and four is much more likely than 10-2, and two, so that would be under 9 on Florida. I, I think in the same sense that a lot of people are really high on Texas because of the whole recency factor of what we saw last, like the same thing, Texas beats Georgia, and Georgia hmm? has guys sitting out and we're going to the playoff, we're going to beat Alabama. Oh, by the way, oh, no, we're not. We just blew the lead hmm. and kind of slept walk through the first half, first three quarters, whatever you want to say. I think Florida is in that same boat that you have Michigan who we're favoring Columbus. We're going to win. We're finally going to end this mm-hmm. streak. We're going to the playoff. We're going to win the Big Ten. Get punched in the mouth, deflated. Uh, Sean Garland, eh, nah, I'm good. I'm not playing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, you mean we got to play Florida again for like the third time in two? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Quit, not play. And meanwhile, you got Dan Mullen in Florida, and everybody just wants to absolutely put, Super a foot, Bowl. put a foot up there, you know what? And they did, predictably, as we both picked them on the damn show last year. And I, I think, again, th- th- it's great that they that they won the game, but I, I think what you saw that day is not indicative necessarily of who Florida really might have been last year. Uh, they still got some issues going on now in the secondary and maybe some other things that are unresolved. So uh, I don't see Florida going 10-2. and two. I think 9-3 and three is possible, but it, it almost feels like an 8-4 and four type year for me. For Florida. I'd be under 9 on Florida. I don't think you're losing on 9. Okay. All right. Any more? Uh, I just got a couple teams I want to touch on. I got, I got, I got two more. Okay. Let's I get know uh, we talked about Cal, and I'm on I'm on Cal under six. Uh, I think there's a really good chance that the Bears go over the road. Okay. Um, Don't they go to Ole Miss this year? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. And you look at, what, three wins last year by a field goal or less, including beating Washington and USC. That's, odds are that's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, they are brutal. And, and I just, basically, if they go 0-6 on the road, like they will be, like the, the the numbers will predict them to lose every single one of those mm-hmm. games. Uh, they got to go perfect at home to beat you. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I, or to push, rather. And, and I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I like Wilcox and I like that defense, but uh, I, I just don't. It, it was funny. I, I, a few weeks back when I was on with uh, Gil on Visa and we were talking about like certain bets you just have to be willing to make, and if you lose, you lose. Cal under six is one of those bets that if I lose, I lose. Just like Rory McIlroy. You lose, the you top lose. Ten in Portland. If I lose, I lose, and I lost. But uh, So we'll, we'll see what happens here. And then the other one, which I know is uh, still available with our other guys at the desert is in, the, in the desert as well, is uh, is Notre Dame under nine and a half. Mm-hmm. That's actually and, one of the teams the, I want to talk okay, about. Well, well, Perfect. Good. Excellent. Now you're my nine opinion. and a half is very number. Nine very a, key. I don't think they're going to win in an Arbor, and I don't think they're going to win in Athens. Okay. So that puts 10-2 and two as a best-case scenario, I think, for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Are they going to run the table? Are, are they going to beat it? You don't know what direction the seasons are going to go for Virginia Tech and SC. Uh, you, you got you got Duke. You got Virginia. You got Navy. You got BC. You got, BC, you got all those teams late in the year that they play – are all idle before they play Notre Dame. And I think at that point in the year, it matters because Notre Dame's playing consecutive at that point through. And all those teams get a chance to rest the week before they play Notre Dame. And I think at that point, like the injuries and the attrition, they might just 
one week they just might be flat. I mean, they're college kids. Late in the year, they, it just could happen. Um, you, you look at, you lose Love, you lose Tranquil, you lose Coney, you lose Tillery, uh, you, you lose Boykin, the big play wide receiver. It, it just seems like you, you won, what, five one-score games last mm-hmm. year. It just seems like a lot went their way last year. And I can see this being a a nine and three, and maybe at nine and three they are in the mix again for a New Year's Six mm-hmm. uh, type bowl, depending on how other teams do. But uh, nine and a half it, with, with some juice to the under, I'd be uh, I'd be on the under for Notre Dame. He's never won in Ann Arbor or Palo Alto, Brian Kelly, and I'm as big a fan as he is. But yeah, no, he, that's I love the spot for Virginia. He, he, I love the spot for Virginia on Notre Dame okay. schedule. Now, if Notre Dame wins that game, look out. Because I, I I think it could happen. Um, I mean, there's USC again too. I mean, it, would you, know. if you're going to rank the teams in in the Pac-12 based on talent, where's SC rank? Hmm. They have the most talent in the South. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. So maybe you put Oregon and I'd Washington put, ahead of them. I put Oregon. Put Oregon ahead of them for uh-huh. sure. I don't know if I put Washington ahead. Of okay, them. so right there, they are f- okay. So we just said Washington they're- potentially because you just don't know with so many new faces. Okay, year. take Washington out of it. I just said they have the most talent in the South. Correct, correct. correct. Just like Miami, you just like get- Miami, just like Miami always has the most talent in the ACC Coastal. USC always has the most talent. You can get USC at five to one to win the Pac-12 South. Yeah, and. Not a lot of people love Utah as much as I do. I'm still waiting too on 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 them uh, because the first game of the year scares the death of me. Because uh, I think I actually went on in Salt Lake yesterday. I said I think Kyle Winningham would rather play anyone else in the country week one than BYU. And absolutely, he they said no. He he kind of want he he doesn't mind it because he knows he has to have everything ready to go. I said, okay, I get that, but what I'm saying so, so, is, so he, is you would rather play Southern Utah. Play, I was say, play Southern Utah week one, play BYU yeah. week two. So before you get into the pack, that's play. right there at the top of like BYU. And speaking of Washington, BYU is a very interesting team yeah. to me this year. Mm-hmm. The number seven, I still don't know about that, just because their schedule's so out of whack. Yes. So here's BYU's first four games: home for Utah at Tennessee, home for SC, home for Washington. Just put them in the Pac-12. <laughs> um, we could put them in the American. So they are going to have ooh, <laughs> take UConn spot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Texas schools would love that. So BYU is going to be heard from this year, and they are. I saw Week One; they're getting five and a half. That just—I mean, they should have won last year. Yeah, it feels like a terrible mm-hmm. spot for Utah because I just, like I said, I think Utah. I mean, I think they're worth a flyer to go to the playoff. Uh, but that week one is last three, last three years they, they really gave Utah all they could handle. Oh yeah, and I mean you keep knocking on that wall, it's sometimes it's going to come down. Um, all right, so Notre Dame, you're under there nine and nope. a half, nine still worth playing because at worst it's a push. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, South Point put up a prop, mm-hmm. one and a half total losses between Clemson and Alabama. Thoughts under. I, I, I think it, it, at the start, the way it was priced at the start, it was advantageous to, to play the under because I think a prop like that was going to be one-way under action. Mm-hmm. 
And now I think it's totally flipped where the where under is now favored. So you probably could have guaranteed yourself a nice, a nice middle, mm. you know, in a little little scalp there, if, if if you bet it right. But I would still play under. I don't think Clemson's losing. Okay. And I think Alabama loses at most once. All right. If Bama played Georgia week one mm-hmm. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. what's the line? Bama. Say all right. Say it's a, say it's Bama minus three. I think. Who are you picking? I think it would probably probably would be higher. Okay. Who are you picking? Georgia. Me too. Uh, I think Georgia wins the national championship this year. You do? I do. That's what I wanted to get to. I love it. It, it reminds me of the old Saban. 2009 oh. Alabama. It couldn't beat Urban and Tebow, and finally they came back, and they did, and they oh. broke through, and it just sent them on their way. Uh, I, I think... Now, we talked about Ohio State not having a backup. Same thing mm-hmm. so goes with Georgia. If Fromm were to get hurt, mm-hmm. and all bets are off, but you can't handicap injuries. No. Offensive line That's is... That's why I stay off- away from big uh, over-unders. People. Offensive line is arguably the best in the country. You got a loaded... You're loaded at backfield with Swift, who I know you like as a Heisman candidate. Uh, Demetrius mm-hmm. Robertson is going to have an unbelievable year. Former Cal guy. Yeah, this whole thing about they don't have anyone no, from no, them. No, 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 they got, they stop it. got stop it. Now, Don't worry. Now, Hollow Holloway might like been like a, a hurt and like the blocking and things like that, mm-hmm. but they they got plenty of guys who uh, who can play, and they have a couple of kids uh, on the defensive line who I think they finally think can uh, break through and, uh, and and be a pass rusher as well. I'm trying to remember the. Uh, Here's one thing that I want to get to with them, and then I want to transition into it because I think it's a question I want to – if we have some guests on before the season, I want to get into this stuff because this is the stuff that really intrigues me. They do have to replace two coordinators. True. Okay. Now, with that, okay, I think it's good because – I'm not saying it's stale at all. Mm -mm. All right. What is it? 289 snaps there were against Alabama in the last two years. They led for 280. Correct. All right. That's it. That is that. I mean, if and you had to both fa- games and, and, and somehow, and now you're you're coming back for round three. Hopefully, um, you know you're 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 there. Kirby's whole saying all offseason has been do more, do more. At some point, they're not going to be able to because they have to let the chips fall where they mm-hmm. may. As far as getting another crack at Alabama, which is what I think everybody wants to see. Especially in that conference, unless you're a Florida fan, right. and you want to see the Gators. But shot I, this is why I like the the idea of of the both new coordinators. I think it brings a fresh fresh mindset and philosophy. I like that. I, I, you I like know, that. so I, I I'm with you on Georgia. Um, I I, I like them a lot. <laughs> uh, coming up and coming out this, they open up at Vandy, I believe yes. so. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, with the with the new coordinators, I I, I like what they have. Is there a coordinator out there that, like, a hire that you saw that you just absolutely loved this offseason? I was surprised to see Grinch go to Oklahoma. Okay. I mean, I think that's a great hire for them because they need to do something. Hmm. I mean, clearly, I mean, whatever, I getting rid of Mike Stoops and they thought it would be better, but it didn't really work out that way. Uh, the fact that Grinch left Columbus and went to Oklahoma, I think that can do nothing but good things. 
uh, for the Sooners. We talked about Kendall Bryles. I, I think Grinch and Kendall Bryles are probably the two biggest coordinator hires out there. We're talking about Grinch in Oklahoma. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you, what's not from a win total, just a general school of thought on Oklahoma and how Hurts is going to do this year? I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Okay. And I, I'm people that haven't seen, um, when we talk Big 12 on Daily Wager, I like Iowa State to to make some noise. Mm-hmm. You like Baylor. I think Oklahoma just has too much. I mean, I know everyone's talking about Hollywood and, and Kyler Murray. Oh, and I'll be the first guy to say, I didn't think Kyler Murray could do half of what Baker Mayfield did, and they both won the Heisman Trophy. The offensive line, I mean, those guys, what's that award called they won? The Joe, the Joe Moore, Moore Award. They won that. I mean, they, I, they were so fun to watch against Alabama. On the field, being on the field for that Orange Bowl, just because they kept going, mm-hmm. you know, they knew that they were down. Great. The way they, they just it. they just kept playing, and it was just awesome to see. And I just, I mean, listen, how can you? You can't say anything about what Lincoln has done as a head coach, but this is, I mean, if he goes back to the playoff this year, I, I think it'll be his best coaching job Correct. because I think the conference is as good as it's been. I think I think the defensive talent's catching up. I think the coaching hires made in that's, the conference is is as good. I'll put it up there against anybody. You you look that that's the one that's one thing in the Big Twelve that I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out with like rule kind of the tougher physical yep. imposing defensive stuff. Climbing now at Kansas State, uh Neil Brown at West Virginia mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Tech bringing in all all these little different philosophy and how maybe some of these games are going to be played and with Oklahoma I wonder with in Alabama now I don't want to use the, the whole game manager because Hurts clearly made some plays yeah but it was always like the game wasn't going to be won by Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. throwing for four hundred and forty yards and running for a hundred he was going to run the system. Hand the ball off, take off a couple times, high percentage passes, throw down field to the bevy of weapons he had. And you know what? We don't score. All right, defense come on the field. They're not going to score either. So we're just going to get the ball back no worse off than we are right now. With that defense in Oklahoma the way they've been, he's got to score yeah. at a much higher percentage of his drives than he did. So much more is on his shoulders there. And I just, and he's not a, like, I think Lincoln's offense is more of a throw first type. Offense, like, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I hope he does well because it was one of the best things that happened all of last year, uh, the way he Absolutely. came in in the SEC championship game and led them to a comeback win and hang, hanging in there and getting back. It was awesome. But I, I just, I'm with you. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have to lean under right now. I lean under on Oklahoma and Texas right now. And we could talk more about these teams and as LSU, we get closer. LSU because, is another great game. Uh, Again, we, 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 LSU, last year at this time we're talking about them. Oh, they, they might be 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five or they might be 2-4. and four and, and Coach O, they played that up and they beat the crap out of Miami week one, uh, upset Auburn and, ne- and never looked back. And do you, do you worry about LSU this year? That, that last year they kind of overachieved maybe a little bit. No, they, and, I don't. And now this year it's like maybe they're not really that good and they might be set to just maybe disappoint a little bit. No, I, I right now I lean towards this is the this is the first time I could say this. I bet you in six or seven years since the uh, since what was the they lost to Bama in the title two thousand eleven. Since that year, this is the first time I've thought even thought about LSU going over to win total. Okay, first time. All right. 
So I, I, but this is this is what I want to get into as this month goes. I, we gave you our picks, okay, and I'm going to have more for sure. But there are certain teams, and LSU's right there at the, at the top of it that scare me to wager. I think it's a, I think it's a no bet because of what's at stake early on. They go to Texas, and that is going to be. You guys are going right. Is it? Can we? I would. I would assume so. Game day. Come on. I would assume. I mean, so. Clemson, but that Clemson game AM's that day too. That game is is a that could be a game decide. You talked about the numbers with, with how many how close uh, season win totals get with yeah. with teams that 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 could decide both yep. both teams right there. That one game, and right. I don't know who to pick right, right now because if Texas were to lose, and then you say okay they lose it. Lose against OU in, in Dallas uh, will probably probably be a dog, mm-hmm. and then maybe you you split at Iowa State and at Baylor, and that puts puts you at nine and three as opposed to ten and two. Yeah, we know by the way the numbers nine and a half. There you go. So I want to get into that um, a lot because the, the out of conference UCF uh, with Stanford early on we mentioned that one. Um, there's just a ton uh, Northwestern and Stanford. Uh, um, that that just get Oregon Auburn. I mean that, that we're talking monster matchups here, and um, we will get to plenty of the more of that. We're gonna tr- we're gonna do one every week uh, leading up to the season. So uh, thanks for the download. Um, what do we say, Terry? Subscribe and rate, rate, yeah. review, and subscribe for us, your people. Um, Hopefully, people know that this is out there now. They've been asking all summer when it's I know. coming. We, we feel, I just want to let you know. We've been on vacation. Where our schedule But also, too, just because the number comes out, I can't have an immediate answer for you. i got to do some studying, some reading, some research. Uh, so that's why it's it's taken a little bit. And I'm sorry if you, if you couldn't get your numbers the way you wanted them. Keep shopping around. There's plenty of places to go find those numbers. You want more numbers? One more. I know. I, I, I got. A, I got a few more numbers. Okay. In the other football. Oh Jesus! Hey, rattle away your EPL picks. I don't even know what these teams. We're going. We're are. going Tottenham under. We're going Villa over. Come up. They come up this year from the championship. Spent a ton of money over. Sweet. We're going Burnley over. We're going Watford over, and take a shot at uh. In, and we're going Newcastle to get relegated. Those would be the, the things that I would suggest. So that sounds like a big at. money play. No, nah, they'll, they, no, like you're going to win money. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what it is to be honest with. You. I, okay. I, I, I didn't, I didn't look. The, the one app that I have on my phone didn't have it, so I'm, I'm sure that's all over. Some of the uh, the offshores and the UK books will have it, but gosh, if New, if Newcastle stays up again, Brighton will go down. I'm sure, but they're probably such a huge favorite to go down. Gotta love an underdog. When he howls, we don't. We don't want. We don't want those underdogs howling. <laughs> New, Newcastle is just brutal to watch. Oh. Well, they're and, all and, they're all brutal to watch for me. Race. Sorry, it's a two team race. It's 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 City and Liverpool. All right, you heard it, City and Liverpool. I mean, but you're not going to make any money doing that. It's like Clemson and Auburn or Clemson and Alabama. Not really, or not, or not. As we just said, yeah. Um, all right, plenty more. Tweet us your questions, whatever you need answered. If we didn't get it to it, we got a whole month to do so. Um, I'm sorry if we didn't comment on your team, but just because we're picking against your team on an under total, maybe doesn't mean we hate your team. It's just a feeling we have. It's just the the situation Root for your squad works exactly. That's why we do it? We, we'll be back the next couple of weeks. So. Take us out of here. By the way, I just want to comment on the quality Indiana State sweatshirt today. By the way, <laughs> it's beautiful. 
Thank you. My people at home feel the peril. We love it. Anyway, the less you bet, the more you lose when you win.